Hello, everyone. Welcome to Face Off with Callie and Tristan. So Face Off is a weekly debate style show in which we debate two similar music artists. Um, last week, which was our first week, we debated Migos and Ray Shremmerd. And this week Woo, is... Migos! Yeah. And I think I think Migos won. They did. Yeah. They, yeah. they didn't blow it out of the park like it was like a 60 40 type yeah poll but you know they did good i'm proud of them (laughs) yeah i with that one it was more like i could see how it go either way because you know like we were saying it definitely is like taste difference i think um definitely but this week i think is more objectively i think there's one winner and I just, that's what? how it is. Oh my God. Don't even come at me with that. I am going to, okay. I just want to start out. Okay. I'll just announce our artists. Um, so we are going to do the battle of the Justins. So Justin Bieber versus Justin Timberlake. I'm doing Justin Bieber. Um, and I just want to start off with saying that Justin Timberlake makes me cringe so hard. Like, can I just, like, put that out into the universe? Okay. Um, If you want, you can get on with your argument to try to refute that, but whatever. Um, I'm I'm actually offended because here's the thing is that I don't – I really like Justin Bieber, and I like his music, and I like most of his music, and I also really like Post Malone, and Post Malone really likes Justin Bieber, so therefore I like Justin Bieber. But – the thing with uh, with Justin Timberlake's music is that all of it is great, and it's like I I went through all of Justin Bieber's music last night. That just is like a going very far stretch to me. No, no, that all of his music is great. Yeah. Okay. I'm and, gonna but, cut for you no, so but hard. If, <laughs> if you go through every single album of Justin Bieber's, it's like every single album has like four or five songs that are great. But then the rest of them are just like filler. And honestly, here, here here's what I'm going to say is like, I'm a little offended at the, the songs that you chose because there are so many other great Justin Bieber songs that you neglected to choose. And th- just for that reason alone, I think you deserve to lose. I think there's so many good songs. completely wrong because, OK, let's just get into the arguments because I'm going to explain why my songs are showcasing his talent and I'm going to give you an idea of why I chose these songs. So I don't know, maybe you're just, you know, assuming that I, I, you know, don't have something to back up my point, but the songs do. So trust me, (laughs) I know, I kind of know where you're coming from, but, um, but I, I love the songs I chose. So I'm going to, I'm going to stand by them. The, to me, it's just that um, I love Justin Bieber's earlier music because pop music, hot take, pop music from 2006 to 2012 is the greatest era of pop music that has ever existed. And if you don't agree, if you're listening to the no, show, I, I, completely I, no, agree. I know, I know you agree. I'm saying if yeah. you listen to the show and you disagree, you can come to Colorado and fight me. 
Like, do it because. <laughs> exactly. No, dude, 2008 to 2011 yeah. pop music was the bomb. Like, I'm yeah. not kidding. And, and still so slaps. I'll start out. Okay, I, I understand where you're coming from now. You're thinking, why didn't you choose more songs that were from that era? Um, and I'll just say that I wanted to show how much he's grown as a person and as an artist and that I think both of our artists are kind of these these products I would say in their early stages of their life they were a product for consumption and that's what Justin Bieber was um with the My World albums and I love his songs. I it, that doesn't mean that it's bad music. I just want to kind of show his more artistic side and what he can do other than just pleasing the teenage girl population. So, all right, yeah. we'll stop it there. You can go ahead and uh get into your argument for Justin Timberlake, but Yeah. Yeah, just a preface. Yeah, and to your point, like Justin Timberlake started off as one of the child stars on the new Mickey Mouse Club in the 90s, um, which I guess was a popular show. I didn't watch it. But that's where he got his come up, and then he obviously was NSYNC. Uh, I'm not really going to talk about NSYNC. I'm just going to talk about his solo career. And See, he that also that kind of boggles me. Like, I don't understand why you didn't include an NSYNC song. Um, because then it's like, well, if I can include NSYNC, then I can include features, and it's just, like, too many things to consider. Yeah. And I like Justin Timberlake's solo music more than NSYNC. Um, but uh, he also had a, a good acting career, and I, I really like the movies that he's in. Um, he's in... A, you, you're saying he has a good acting career? Yeah, he's been in good I, movies. Okay, we're gonna... <laughs> He, okay, he was good in um what is the, was he in the social network? He was in the social network. He was in In he Time, was, which was a great movie. He Okay, but was, Friends with Benefits? Are you kidding me? I didn't see that. That movie was Okay. I thought people liked that movie. <laughs> I I thought his <laughs> acting wasn't wasn't the best. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to let you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you can't have a Justin Timberlake argument and not include Crimea River. That Crimea River is one of like the quintessential pop songs of the 2000s. It's it's such a perfect song and straight away from his first album Justified in 2002, he creates such a unique persona by combining older elements of pop, you know, like there's such a huge um Michael Jackson inspiration in his music. But he does something so new with it, and he he like uses um, beatboxing and like harmonies so well, and that's the thing that like being in a, a boy band like helped him so much with is to be able to harmonize so well. And like, I was I was listening to I'll, both Justin Bieber and Timberlake last night, and just like their music is so good, man. It's I was just like <laughs> dancing so hard. And that makes me smile so much. <laughs> and Crimey River is so good because the production is so well done that it's like there's so many sounds going on, but they're mixed so well and placed so well rhythmically. And the bass line is so good that it's like it just works. And I think 
a lot of the problems with modern pop music in the past few years is that it doesn't really have like an intrinsic groove to it that like fits. And especially with a lot of K-pop that I listen to, which takes from Western pop, it's like very um, overboard and it's like there's too much sound and not enough thought put into it. So I think uh, Crimea River is a great example of his early talent. So here it is. debate for why Justin Bieber supersedes Timberlake. I want to focus more on Justin on like a technical level because obviously popularity wise, Justin is like way more popular than Justin Timberlake. So I decided I was going to work backwards chronologically in terms of the songs I showcase um, with his new recent album, because I think it deserves the limelight. I think it's really good. Justin Bieber is 26 now, and he was 16 when he became an overnight heartthrob. So I want to start out by showing how much he's grown, and he's grown a lot. He's he, And he definitely has this album to show for it. Um, and, and that's just my opinion, but so I'm going to start by playing the song Confirmation. And this song caught my attention from the get-go. I feel like it really ties into the message of the album as a whole. And I think I think Justin with this album does a really good job of even though each song is different with, you know, more R&B styles versus more uh slow ballads, I think he really does a good job of tying the message together. Um so unlike JB's first two albums, the the My World and My World 2.0, where he seemed to be, like I said, a product for teenage consumption, in this album, I think his voice is more raw and, and unedited. And also lyrically, he, well, okay, I'll start by saying in this song, he he repeats the first line after saying one more time. So he's kind of showing the recording process in the final product. And I think it's, it's a deliberate and direct 
way of showing how he's growing and and it's it ties into the idea of of changes so lyrically this album and this song especially just on so many levels it shows more of his true talent i think and i really love the message of this song he's talking about how people are kind of like in a race to to find the perfect life and and that's just not realistic and and he's coming from more of a raw place than before where he just only talked about girls in his songs um so i think the also the emotion of the music really lines up with the message he has some you know melancholy but also hopeful emotions in his piano and vocals and and i think that really lines up with the idea of accepting that your life is is not a comparison um so production wise it's this album especially is a lot more minimalist than before like with the purpose album was so electronic based it like skrillex produced like six of his songs on there but this song especially is very minimalist you've got some synths some piano um some vocals there's no drums no bass it's just you know he's got a really good uh vocal sample uh after the chorus and i think it's it's really nice so in this album he's more conservative and i think it really shows how he's being more careful with his choices and he's actually more involved i would say in in the in the process so yeah i love this song this is confirmation Nobody had no patience Want what they want right now One more time Ain't nobody had no patience Want what they want right now Ain't no need in being so anxious I can hear your heart beating out loud Quit acting like we're in a race Begging me, you know I'm on cherish this space so quick to move forward no pressure and we got the rest got the rest got the rest of our lives yeah so i like that song lyrically and i noticed um kind of what you were talking about especially with his development since uh, purpose, you know, with songs like um, Love Yourself and some other songs on that album, he brings in more, in like, actually interesting themes to listen to in songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. But the only problem that I have with that, that song is, and mostly with that album, is that it's just boring to me musically. Um I disagree. I it's it's just so generic and it reminds me of Ed Sheeran and you know there's actually well, I noticed that when I was listening to his songs that there's a lot of his songs that aren't known and are often the least played songs in the albums are um some of my favorites 
which is interesting. And both Justin Timberlake and Bieber have a lot of songs that are underrated or not that didn't really blow up, which is interesting. Um, I think you're not giving him enough credit as an artist. I think people who accept him for his earlier music are more so into like the, the, I don't know, the like sexy aspect of like being this like boy pop star. But I think like every, you know, every artist grows. And I honestly, I want to say that Justin Bieber as an artist can make music other than just his shtick pop star that his his personality that he had before it whereas Justin Timberlake he had this like very distinct thing that he could do which is like this like R&B like what we just heard Cry Me a River but if he goes out of that like Man in the Woods that album was trash he tried to do like a country thing and then also, I'm not going to lie, 2020 experience was not <gasps> the, the best. I think he tried to sound what? like Robin Thicke. And Robin Thicke is, he's just what? a wannabe, in my opinion, after a certain point, I'm saying. So if you want to come for Justin, I can what? come for, for JT, too. Don't worry, Bill. First of all, you just took up my entire segment. Second okay, of all, okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> you were the one who I, wanted to come for Justin Bieber, so I had to obviously refute it. Okay, 20, just move on, move on. We we got to twenty twenty experience <laughs> is, I, I I would say one of the best pop albums of all time. Same with Future no. Sex Love. That's. <sighs> It's just not. I'm sorry. It's just. Oh it's very God. fake. It's just fake. The, like, no. Oh my. <gasps> he uses his songs in. It, it, to me, all of the songs in that album are hollow, except for "Suit and Tie." Like I feel like he's just like this hollow. No, "Suit and Tie" theme. is the worst song on that each, album. Each song is there to like bolster his sex appeal, which I. Oh my God. I don't. I don't agree. No, you're, 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 we don't have enough time to even go into it because if we had the time, I would go through every single song and tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> we don't have the time. Okay. Here's the thing I, is I that would refute you every time. Changes, changes. Okay. Even, let's move on. Start your argument because we have to stay on time. Okay. <laughs> My second song is My Love from Future Sex Love Sound, um, 2006. It has, brings in a, a much more futuristic uh, sound to it. And I, I saw something that was like saying if Justified was inspired by Michael Jackson, then this was inspired by Prince and David Bowie. Um, and it like totally ushers in an, the new era of pop music. And, you know, this whole era of pop music that I love is just like super electronic and it's just like all the melodies are so great and you can't help but listen to this song and just like it's like the groove is so good and it's so it's so good um also ti in this song so is a much feeder, better feature in my love than quavo is in intentions 
That's all I gotta say. play is called intentions and i actually played two songs from his album changes because i think he's presents himself as a more like real human being in this album and even though um he does have some songs on there that are a little generic and kind of you know just I guess overly produced. I think he has those songs on like his old My World albums too. Like he has like a couple of those too. So I think not every album can have like a great, like 5 million great songs on it. But this song I really love. It's called Intentions. And I think it's really well produced. It has a great like marimba kind of sound for a melody. And there's a feature from Quavo. Obviously, not amazing it's pretty short to be honest there's nothing um extremely like like that you know great that pops out but on the surface you know this song is kind of like a basic love song like lyrically it's about like accepting someone unconditionally he's probably talking about Haley for who they are but one thing I love and I'm I'm not saying I'm putting this song in the show because of its music video, but I one thing I love, love, love is when artists will make music videos that give a, the song a different meaning, mm-hmm. a completely new meaning. They just kind of like turn it around. And this is what he does. I really recommend I everyone watch the music video because it's it's insane. It It features three women from this charity called the it's like a nonprofit called the alexandria house and and what their mission is is to help women and children move from crisis to stability so these three women like they go through their stories and they and one is like a poet who was homeless and and really just wants to get her her poetry out there and so justin and quavo like go visit these people and and then the women 
in the song say like what their intentions are, like what their goals are. And I think that's so cool how they kind of like turned it around into something like your intentions are like your your wildest dreams and like these people are so real and the the video is not like it doesn't seem fake it doesn't seem like it's like this like stage thing I mean it could have been but honestly it made me feel really good and um and I think it 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 really ties into this album too about how much he cares about others and Production-wise, yes, it, it is very minimalist and it doesn't have a lot of the the qualities that in previous albums that, you know, were more electronic and 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 overpowering. Maybe not overpowering, but just more exciting. And but I think that this album brings an idea of something that he's going through in his life, which is like being thankful, being grateful, but also like accepting your past and stuff. So it's more about the message to me than the music. And I really, I, I'm behind it. So this is Intentions. I just feel like Ariana Grande and other artists have done this sound so much better and it just feels derivative and but with my next song Push Your Love Girl and the whole album 2020 Experience his songs are just so dynamic and the production and orchestration and instrumentation is so good and there's so much like sprawling orchestral soundscapes and the structure is so unconventional and, and it brings in different genres and fuses them together perfectly. I will agree with you that Man of the Woods was not good. He definitely tried to lean. It was trash. Um, I listened to it again last night, and it was better than the first time I heard it. I think that the first half of the album is decent, and then the second half is just so phoned in. Like, everything after Say Something is not good. Um, but I think he just got overconfident in his... Yeah music abilities and, for that and, one and he totally lost the dy dynamic uh of the songs that he does in 2020 experience where these songs are so well thought out and and made just overall and he created it with a band called the tennessee kids is what he formed and that's what he toured with and the live shows that he did from it are amazing and that's another thing to his credit is that he's an amazing dancer and live performer whereas justin bieber is not as great of a dancer and his shows aren't as interesting and i've seen never say never and i've seen the 2020 experience um tour movies and man like justin timberlake and like 
Coldplay and other other bands just have like you cannot Kanye put Justin West. Timberlake on Coldplay's level. I I'm sorry, that is just not. <laughs> okay, keep I, going. Just, just never mind. So, um, yeah, he brings in like neo soul. He does have a couple songs with country on it, but it's done so much better here than in uh, Man of the Woods. And the thing is, like, you're kind of disrespecting your culture because he's from Memphis. Like, he represents the South. He he respects the South. He shouts out the South, you know. And I, yeah, that doesn't that's have all I gotta to say. do with it. And in 2020 experience, the second half of the songs, you know, they usually are a total of, like, eight minutes long. And he it always starts with like the main song and then it will break down and go and remix the song in the second half which is such a cool implementation of new techniques in pop music like no one has done that before where you remix the song and you like that goes against everything against pop music like being short and catchy and that's it but actually creating a full experience that you can listen to and get multiple things out of is amazing and that's why i love this album so much so this is push push your love girl like that song but i still think his more recent stuff is just i don't know he just lost it he just lost it um so the next song i'm gonna talk about for the wonder apologize to bieber is sorry from his purpose album in 2015 so uh I think in this album, his, while it is like very like, uh, like electronic E and, uh, and you know, just less, less of pop and more like just EDM, I guess. Um, I think he still is able to really showcase his voice in this album that, and that it's kind of cool to me. Like he's, he has a less um, edited voice than he does in my, in the, my world albums. And, and 
in this album and in the previous album, uh, the My Journals, he really starts to unveil what his voice can do. He, he, I really like his voice when when it's in the lower register, when it's kind of like this low, like breathy, like wispy sound. And then when he goes up to higher registers, it's it's more whiny and feminine. But he can transition between the two really well and and seamlessly. So. I am going to play the song that stayed at number one on the charts for three weeks. And in fact, this song replaced Adele's Hello in 2016 on the charts for number one. And it's the song Sorry. So I chose to play this song because I think it's it, it's definitely a turning point in, in Justin Bieber's career because he gained a new fame that wasn't associated with teenage girls. With Purpose, he kind of allowed more fans to become involved in his music and really like his music. And and with this album, Purpose, it's crazy. He set a, an all-time record, Hot 100 record, by having 17 songs simultaneously on the charts in one week and this beat the Beatles that had the record held for 51 years so I think that's really cool and also um for nine weeks straight he had three songs in the top 10 so unlike what a lot of people believe his popularity actually skyrocketed with this album instead of um people believing that like my world and my world 2.0 is where like the Justin Bieber, like that's like his time. He actually had way more success with this this uh, next album. So I think this song is really cool. He, I mean, it is like a love song, but he turns it into basically it was his apology letter for like all the immature things that he did and like like the stuff he got caught for. And so it shows, you know, he's bringing real perspective. He's being self-aware. He's He knows he messed up. Um, and production-wise, it's it's a great beat. It It's very funky. It kind of has like an atypical, like, uh, uh, like syncopated, broken up, um, fun. Uh, it's not too serious. So, so this is sorry. I love this song. Sorry. 
I don't really have anything else to say. Um, I will say before you get into your next song that your final song is the best song that you've chosen. It's such a good song. I I love Any Meeny, but you, I'll save that I for whenever you want to talk. Um, <laughs> but my final song is That Girl, also from 2020 Experience. Uh, it was so hard to choose a fourth song, but I, I just have been really into this song lately. Um, so... Yeah, it's just a really good song. With JT and the Tennessee Kids. <clears throat> One, two, three. that song is i love the acapella in it and how he uses the the bass acapella voices to create the the bass of the song is super cool <laughs> i honestly think the backup singers are better than him in that song <laughs> they have this great like tenor like ooh, i love it are you saying justin um, timberlake is a good, good singer i'm i'm just I really like where he's trying to come from and like he, with the soul aspect of it. But I think that that's better left for other artists. I think he's he's in a constant battle to like figure out where his sound fits best. And he just it's really just back in the 90s, the 90s pop vibe. I He should go back to it because that's where he that's what he did best. Um mm. I don't know. It's just kind of, I guess, forgettable to me. I'd rather listen to other soul songs than than that. But okay, moving on to Eeny Meeny, one of the most iconic songs of the 21st century, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and it's iconic in many ways. First of all, Sean Kingston, period. He's, he's on the hook with this song and it's straight dopeness. And uh, just everything about it is just like really fun, really fresh. One thing I want to touch on, and this is the last thing I'll talk about, is this period in Justin Bieber's life and a theory behind it. I think it's really intriguing. And, and okay, I'll just get into it. So there's a theory that exists in the world. Um, and it, this has nothing to do with his music, so it's kind of a tangent, so I'm sorry. And I think this theory kind of, or I think it does have a lot of truth to it. Um, and it's that society hates teenage girls. And this phenomenon doesn't have a name, but basically it means that anything associated pop culture-wise with teenage girls is stupid because teenage girls themselves are stupid. I'm using air quotes. And 
but really people hate them because, you know, I feel like they're perceived as like naive and, and, um, and, and self-obsessed, I guess. And, and what really boggles my mind is that this, I read this is that teenage girls are kind of the epitome of like sexuality and like annoying repulsiveness at the same time. And like people hate that. And so the theory has been explored with Twilight, Justin Bieber, One Direction. BTS. And yeah, BTS. Just like all of these, these like boy, I don't know, like figures in teenage girls' lives. And, and this opinion that things teenage girls like must be annoying, I think deep down comes from like a, miso a misogynist view that teenage girls are like very like the ideal like body but also like sexual sexuality wise but also like they fall into the ideal like consumer of capitalism it's like this weird thing they they're very like um in like it's like easily influenced and like they um you know they're naive or whatever so i think that kind of has something to do with the hatred for justin bieber and that's all I'll get into it. Um, if you want to read about it, there's tons of things you can Google, but I think that's really interesting. So this is Eeny Meeny, best track so far from Justin Bieber. Enjoy. is so good and there were so many other songs that i found when listening to his early music that i totally forgot about like you smile and oh i forgot uh, about that song yeah <laughs> you smile i smile like it's so good and <laughs> let and me somebody you, to love oh you know that song i was i was very conflicted on whether or not to play somebody to love or eeny meeny and somebody to love was like my jam it's that so was good. so good uh, i I yeah. used to be obsessed with Justin Bieber. Um, for all of you fans, I I think I'm very qualified to argue for Justin Bieber <laughs> on his behalf. I used to know every single fact about him. 
you know, he's like his favorite food is spaghetti and mine is too. And I thought we were soulmates <laughs> because we both like spaghetti. <laughs> so, wow, this has been a really fun show, to be honest. Yeah. So make sure to vote on our polls. Um, we have how many polls? Like I don't know. three, I guess. Like yeah. we have one on our our face off Instagram. And then I usually put one on my personal one. Just to... I forgot to do it. Uh, on mine but so yeah we'll have three um please follow us please share please please uh rate us on itunes if you're listening on there or apple Podcasts. it really helps us and thank you so much for listening this is always really fun and and we love like getting comments and feedback about our show so so thanks to everyone who has been giving feedback and listening thank you all right, we signing out. Bye. All right, bye. Peace.